Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. I'm your mad, mad host, Mr. Butch Hartman. And as always, I've got the amazing, beautiful, and glorious, redheaded Julianne Hartman. Hi, Julianne. Hello, and Happy New Year. That's right. Happy New Year. I was going to get to that because it is now 2022. Can you even believe it? No, I can't. I mean... I remember years ago, we'd see like shows and they would be like in the future and be like 2022 and you're like, that will never happen. Well, we're no, this, this is beyond the future for me because when I was a kid, I'd see shows about 1981 going, that's the future. Right. There's no future beyond. And then I, then I, guess, I you know, got to 1981. Oh, 1991. That's the future. I remember the movie RoboCop came out like in 1987 and it said 1993, the future. That blew my mind. But now I'm in 2022. I can't handle this. Can you handle it? No, actually, I can't. And so, but um, we can handle, I can't handle the fact that it's get, the time is going by so fast. But what I can handle is what I am going to purpose in my heart to do this year. That's right. So uh, we want to encourage you guys to, uh, in fact, we're going to talk about that in just a second. Before we do that, though, I want to encourage you guys to get my brand new art course from Domestica. You can click the link that's available with this podcast. It's all about how to build your own cartoon universe. If you guys have ever wanted to create your own you know, uh, cartoon lineup or cartoon world, I mean, how many calls do I get or emails do oh. I get all the time? All the time. People who want to like know yes. how to sell a show and all this stuff. Well, with this new course I have on Domestica, you can learn how to do it. I mean, take you know some of the steps I use to do my process, and it'll, it's really, really fun. I think they'll like it. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it is so, it's really cute. It's, um, it's detailed. It's, uh, Domestica did an amazing job. They did. And so I'm excited to offer that to you guys. And um, How long is it? Is it like? The course? Yeah. It's uh, 400 uh, weeks long. It's a 400 weeks. No, I'm kidding. No, it's actually, I think the whole thing, because uh, I, I mean, I worked in it for a very long time. Over a I, year. Over a year, I worked on it to get it ready. But it's about, I would say, uh, 40 minutes to an hour. You sit there, each video, there's like five or 10 videos. That's what I was wondering, yeah. Five or 10. Five or six videos, I think, that um, uh, encompass the entire, you know, each, each one's about 10 minutes long. And it teaches you how to not only go about the steps of creating a character or uh, how they apply to each other in the show, what type of world to put them in, what type of scenarios to put them in in order to get your pitch package together to hopefully take it out to a network or a studio and sell it or something like that. Yeah, no, this is such valuable information because you've never done anything like this before. I mean, we we talk about it like on the podcast, but you've never like put this in the teaching. So anyway... Get it. It's 2022. If you know someone that wants to do this, you know, start a, you know, whatever, create start a show. Start create a show, exactly. Um, or you, or it's you. Get it so that, and it's really cheap, actually. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I even forget. It's under 50 bucks. It's under $50, yeah. So uh, go check it out. Also, if you want to book a uh, coaching call with myself or Julianne, you can uh, write to the email address that is also included with this podcast, and you can get a hold of us, and we can talk to you privately about uh, your vision, your goals, that sort of thing. So we're talking today, obviously, it's the new year. 
most podcasts and most newscasts and most casts of any kind do a, hey, what are you doing this year type of thing, right? We're talking about, you know, setting a plan down for 2022. And guys, listen, I cannot stress enough. I know people talk about this. We think it's cliche to say this all the time, but you really have to have some kind of a plan laid out for your upcoming year if you want to succeed. And I'm very serious about that. And maybe, okay, maybe, maybe the entire year is a bit daunting to you. Maybe you can start with uh, the next Just month or the next quarter at a time. May, oh, you're saying one quarter. That's three months. Well, I'm saying if you can't, like that would be, I, I would say do, you know, a, um, a vision casting for each quarter, right? There's four quarters, but then have an over. Which make a dollar. Right. But have an overarching one too, so that you're, that you find that both the quarter and the all year actually meet up and they are uh, complementing each other. Well, I would say too, yeah, and again, if even if guys, even if uh, planning out a whole quarter of a year, which is three months, you know, what am I going to do between now and March? If you're that type, that type of person, do that, plan that out. If you're the type of person that can only plan a month ahead, a week ahead, a day ahead, even if it's only an hour ahead, learn to start planning things out because I'm telling you right now, you're going to get mowed down if you don't have a plan. You know, also too, we just had a friend who uh, we were had over for New Year's, and um, she gave an amazing testimony of uh, a vision board that she created for herself for twenty one, and it was until the last month of twenty two that ev- I'm sorry of twenty one, but everything on her vision board was knocked out. Like she did each thing, she accomplished each goal. Yeah, and it, and even though she started it at the beginning of the year. It took 11 months to get there to where, you know, all those dreams and goals were fulfilled. And that can be the same thing with you. And I got to tell you guys too, if something happens instantly, if you fulfill your goals instantaneously, that's a little bit weird sometimes because things that happen instantly normally aren't good for you and they don't last very long. It takes that building up. It takes that, uh, that, that laying a good foundation. It takes that um, uh, you know, undergirding of all the, um, the, the learning and, and the discipline and all the, uh, all the stuff you have to get in place in order to make things stronger, that's going to allow you to last a lot longer. Well, that's kind of like when you win the lottery. You've never had any money. Now you've won the lottery and you just made you know, $10 million. And what are you going to do with it? You never even learned how to steward or handle $1. You know, uh, $5, $5,000 or whatever. So um, that's why those kind of stories you hear sometimes go wrong, go bad, because they didn't know what yeah. to do and it caused more destruction than anything else. But what I love is that we're talking about what is your vision for 22. And um, so we've got our daughter. We have a, we have a guest. Yes. Yeah, let me do the setup. So oh, I'm, I'm supposed to do the setup. Okay, I, 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 that's how that. we work these things out. No, but yeah, we, uh, my, my wife is right. We have our beautiful daughter. Her name is Carly Hartman, and Carly is on our on our high-tech communication device. It's called uh, an iPhone. We have her on the phone here. And Carly lives where? She lives in Tennessee. Right, and we live in California. And she was just visiting us for Christmas, and she had to go back home to Tennessee. And, but she has an amazing uh, career that she does. And, you know, she's, I'll say this about Carly. Uh, first of all, how old is Carly? She's 26, which freaks me out. I know, she's 26. And, and um, uh, just an amazing thinker, an amazing uh, steward over what she's been given in her life. She is not someone who's lazy. She never, okay. ever... No, I'm serious. She is extremely um, 
what do you call it? Uh, ambitious. She's very um, motivated. motivated. Yeah, give me all the adjectives, all those other adjectives. Yeah, yeah just. Well, what I love about her is that she's so sweet and so kind. But she, but if you've got a, if she's got a goal in mind. Oh yeah. She gets it done. And so she was, uh, we were just talking about some things and she brought up a whole uh, scenario about vision, your, your eye vision, and then your vision in your heart. And so that's why we wanted her to come on and talk about that. So, right. So, hey, Carly, uh, are you there, Carly? Hello, yes. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can hear you. This is so cool. We have our, our super advanced um, iPhone technology here. Actually, it is very advanced. Um, anyway, you know, I was watching a video the other day when Steve Jobs first introduced the iPhone, like back in 2007, and it's this great video. Uh, uh, hard to believe the iPhone hasn't always been around. But anyway. Was that on TikTok, Dad? I think it was on TikTok. Did you see it? No, I'm just saying you love TikTok. I want the fans to know. I do love TikTok. In fact, if you guys haven't followed me on TikTok yet, check out my TikTok. Yeah, but you're right. The fans, uh, thank you for letting my fans know that, Carly. And uh, by the way, how are you, Carly Hartman? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Mad hustle. We are glad you're here. Hey, so Carly, you have a um, a thing you talk about. Uh, you have so many things that you do. Why don't you just uh, let us know a few things about what you do and why you do them. And how she got started. And how you got started. Yeah, so as my mom said, I'm 26 years old, and so I started my first business when I was 17. I went to a college prep high school, and I absolutely loved it. It really taught me my work ethic along with my parents, but being around other kids that were working really hard helped me, and actually a lot of my friends started really awesome companies in high school because of the environment we were in, so I was very inspired by that, and the day after high school, Instead of going to a four-year university, which I was super pumped about doing since freshman year of high school, I listened to what the Lord told me, and I did not go to a four-year university, which was so hard for me to make that decision. I decided to go to a two-year college, which was amazing and a wonderful experience, and I did just that. So I'm so glad I did because it allowed me to start my first business at the age of 17. The day after high school... I started my business. It was a jewelry line, and it was so fun. I was inspired by my friends. I was inspired by what I saw on Instagram, that little thing that just started back in the day. That was almost eight years ago. And I was using Instagram and Facebook to grow that business because that's all that I had was Instagram and Facebook. And back then, like I said, it was not a business tool whatsoever. So in just a few months, I was able to grow my company so much on social media that um, people all over the world, honestly, started connecting with my business and it started growing it really, really fast. So I started my own agency because my parents, friends and other people around me saw what I was doing and they wanted me to do it for them. So I started my digital marketing agency where I did full service. I just taught myself everything because back then it was like there was no teachers at the moment of what you could do with marketing. So I taught myself um, website design, email social media, all the things in the digital space that was just coming up, that was just becoming popular. And so that was a really fun experience because I had to teach myself, number one, how to do everything, but also how to run a business and also how to get contractors and have people work for you and get clients, which is always the hardest part and deal with mean clients and all the things. And so that was my business. And I did that for seven years. Um, I got my dream job in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, where I do marketing full-time now, and I absolutely love it, and I'm so grateful to be here, and I'm so glad that I never quit 
along the way because it was very easy and tempting to have quit if I wanted, but I decided not to. And then lastly, I'll just share, I started an inner beauty pageant for girls when I was 18 years old, all in the middle of what I just shared with you. And that was a wonderful movement to empower girls to be confident in who they were created to be. And so I did that in Los Angeles from 2014 to like 2017. Um, and I did our last one in Uganda, Africa, and we got to empower women like basically all over the world through the event. And that's because I was going to be in a pageant when I was 18 years old and decided to stand up for inner beauty instead after nine months of training. And that's when Pageant 360 was born. So I have a little bit of like nonprofit experience with that and then all the marketing experience with my other stuff. So that's what I do. Wow. And Carly, you're only how old? 26. Now you just you just read off a list of things that you do that most people that are my age and I'm a little older than 26 uh have I mean most people haven't even done one of those things let alone all of those things at the age of 26. That's really really amazing. And um how do you keep all that straight in your head? Um actually, well in terms of sharing my story, is that what you mean? No, just all the things you do. How do you mean the things you still think, do? I mean, yeah, I mean there's really got to be so much passion there. Like that's one thing with like my business. I was super, super passionate about it for so long. And towards the end of it, I was just so ready for something else. I was just, Oh, the passion had kind of the passion for marketing didn't leave, but the passion for my business at the time was just kind of done. So, um, I think obviously passion and what's in your heart will always leave you because, that's literally where the motivation comes from. Um, and that's how I'm able to juggle all the things because like now I have a podcast, a full-time job. Um, I like to speak as well sometimes. And so the way that you juggle them is just make sure that you're watering all your plants basically um, and keeping um, them under control, but also not spreading yourself too thin. So there's like a balance there of learning what's too much and what is just right to pursue. What if someone doesn't have the energy to do all that stuff, though? What do you What do you tell that person? I think that when you understand, like, what your vision is and you're fully confident in what it is, you will have the motivation. And the way that you can get started, the same way, like, how when you get hungry for food or um, thirsty for water, you're, like, training your body to keep eating and training your body to keep drinking, right? And so if you have never been motivated about a dream before because you haven't had a dream yet there's ways to practice that you know if it's just taking an hour a day working on your business or 30 minutes of like reading a motivational book or listening to podcasts like whatever it is to jump start that motivation it's all it's in all of us because all of us have a vision all of us have a calling on this earth and so therefore the motivation lives there if you've not been motivated before it's in there, it might be a little dormant, but there's got to be a way to get that out of you. And I think if you just start like getting that muscle stronger through what I just listed, that is how I believe you can gain more motivation. Wow. Well, so um, what I love what you just said is that you, it's okay that you said that your passion started to dwindle away for, you know, away from the jewelry. And but then another passion came up because a lot of times we get we get um, kind of I don't know I don't know if this is the right word but like afraid of going well you know people might think that I just like when the fun goes away I just drop things and go on to the next one 
But um, but but she's right though because if you lose that passion for it, like did had you ever? Because I know you had some ups and downs in that business. But how did you define the difference between like okay, it's time to move on to something else, or I'm just frustrated with the whole process. I want to quit. Yeah, so I was actually feeling that way towards my marketing business. And so um, with that, I like the jewelry like just kind of morphed into my marketing business because of the demand for it and how that like shifted. But with the marketing side, I was over it and I just had to realize like I love the like the, the vision behind this, but it's not like the right mechanism. You know, it's not the right way to get it across and so when I when I discovered that it's kind of scary because at first you're like but this is my entire life what why am I dissatisfied with this exact business and I had to lean into it a little bit and kind of face that fear and realize okay it's not that I want to change my whole career I just want to adjust like the mechanism to get that career done and that was how I knew I wanted to pursue my full-time job here in Nashville so I don't know if that answers your question, but that is really what I did to yeah, no, that understand was, that. No, that was awesome. And um, so what is it like to go from working for yourself and then working for a large corporation? It is such an adjustment in the best of ways because at first I had my own schedule and I worked from wherever I wanted and so adjusting to the new schedule and staying um, in like my one location in my office was just a quick, I, honestly, for me, I'm also like a really quick adapter to change. Like I can easily adapt to change. And so for me, it was just, okay, like, hey, this is, I love what I do. I love the environment, I love the culture. Like this will be amazing. And it literally was immediately. And so that was like a big change was just the location and um, uh, what, what did I say? The location and, oh, time, because it is an amazing routine that I got to establish. You know, I have more, um, there for me to have structure and then also boundaries. I've never had a good work-life balance. And as you guys know, as my parents, I worked every day till like four in the morning. And so having that is true balance has been so life-changing because I don't do that anymore. I literally, you know, like put my stuff down when I leave the office and I don't touch it until the next day, which is such a blessing. And then I can work on my passion projects on like after work on the side if I'm feeling up for it and I just can work for it that way. So it has been such an adjustment, but it also was a big entrepreneurship like detox because I had to really learn how to trust and delegate well and all of that because when you're in your own business, you do everything. And I was burned a lot. And so I had, not that I didn't want to trust people. I'm always very trustworthy. But when it came to my work, I was always so protective of it because people would always try to like get mad at me or um, sabotage what I was doing, whatever it was in my business. And so it was a big adjustment for a little while to understand, no, everyone here is on your side and they want to help. So that was another big one where I had to kind of release and just like trust my team, which was the best change for me. Well, very cool. My gosh, Carly. I mean, I, again, I'm just sitting here. I know I'm your dad and I've seen all of this happen over the course of your life. But are there, I mean, is this typical of your generation? Do you think, I mean, you're 26 years old. Do a lot of 26 year olds these days think like this? 
Um, it has been kind of hard sometimes in life because um, it can be difficult to find like-minded people. Not because they don't want to achieve something. It's just because I've always been like extremely, like super annoyingly achievingness, like or achiever. Like it's really annoying. Seemingly annoying um, achievingness. Okay, very good. Whatever it is, I was just like, okay, that this is a lot. Like I don't party and I don't do things that other people my age do. Back in the day when I was in high school and like college, and so it was definitely different to like make friends but i would say there's more people on the rise now like if as we talk about tiktok if you watch tiktok if you watch um like youtube there's so many people that are like pursuing their dreams in their own ways with e-commerce or like you know shopify stuff or just becoming a youtuber or a tiktoker or influencer um it's really cool the ways now that people are literally doing it now obviously not everyone is going to be just like you because everyone's different and everyone's themselves but I have seen, as I've gotten older, that people are more like are more pursuing their passions, which is really exciting. So it was definitely different in the beginning because I was not the popular one whatsoever. But now it's cool, just like being uh, seeing people in our culture like actually pursuing those things because it can be easier with technology, you know, and with their passions. So. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I mean, I wish I had been that motivated. I mean, I was pretty motivated when I was your age. I was motivated in a, in a different way. But, uh, you know, um, you know, Julianne and I, your mom and I, um, we meet so many people our age now that especially going into a brand new year. Uh, and, and we just meet a lot of people now that don't really know what their motivation is. And even if they do know what it is, they, a lot of them don't have a plan to you know, conquer it or achieve it. And that gets very frustrating for you and I because we want to help those people. Yeah, a lot of times it's yeah. like, well, you know, I'm in my late 50s. Like, what am I going to start? Uh, because people get this retirement mentality um, at our age. and you're Which like, is unfortunate. Yeah, and you're like, no, there is so much to you. You know, when people retire, not, not all people, but when sometimes people retire, you know, all of a sudden health issues start come popping up. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, not that it happens to everyone, so I'm, you know, but, but we have heard this throughout the years. How, you know, I was fine when I worked at my corporation, but then when I didn't have anywhere to go. And when we don't have that motivation every day to do something, keeping our brains engaged, you know, I think it's yeah. really important to do that. Now, you were telling us about a little, uh, just a little... Um, a story about when you were um, at a cycling class. And I'd like you to share that with our viewer, our listeners. The Mad Hustle audience. Yeah, totally. Um, I, since it is, you know, the beginning of the year, it's important to focus on vision. It is every year. And even if you're listening to this, not in January or the beginning of the year, just know that your new year can start right now, whatever day it is. It doesn't need to be January 1st for your new year to start. Um, and so just be encouraged with that if that's you, but I was sharing this story the other day and it has really changed my view on vision. And that is, I love to cycle. So I'm part of a cycle studio in Nashville and, um, I go there all the time, like a few times a week and it's really fun. Um, the reason why I love it is because I'm really bad at cardio and so I wanted to like you know, get better at cardio. And so I'm so much better now. But the thing is, is when I started, I never, ever, ever 
hit the board. So our board is always like tracking you in class to tell you what you are in the class, like what number you land in the class. And I was always like the last person, literally never winning or anything. And as you can probably tell from my conversation with you so far, I love to win and achieve. And so I have been working super hard at this. And one day in class, we have this thing called RPM, which is like how fast you're going on the bike. And so I was going really, really fast. And the girl said, get to 120. That's literally your goal. So I was going really, really hard as fast as I could. And I wasn't hitting 120 on the bike. I was like looking at my little clock on my the little meter on my bike. And I was going really fast, but it wasn't hitting 120. It was like 80, 90, 95, 100, 95, 98, like not hitting 120 at all. It was really unfortunate because that's, you know, hard to achieve. And so I was seeing this with my eyes, but I decided to close my eyes and just focus on my goal, which was 120. And so closed my eyes and I just like saw it in my head. I saw it in my heart and I opened my eyes and I hit 120. I literally did it with like just seeing it through my heart. And so that's when I realized that vision is different than sight. There are two different things, and they actually have two different definitions as well. So, um, the vision or the definition of vision is the state of being able to see, and the definition of see, which is you know part of sight, is to discern visually. So, with vision, uh, you're able the state of being able to see. It's literally no matter what your surroundings look like. My bike did not look like 120, but I closed my eyes and I had a vision of getting to 120, and I did. And that's because we walk by faith and not by sight. So when we walk by faith, we walk by that vision, and it doesn't matter what you see around you. So what that means is no matter what you're going through in your surroundings, right now what you see with your eyes and you're like, okay, I've been said this over me, therefore I can't accomplish anything. Or this happened last year and I won't be able to accomplish what I want. No matter what you see in the natural, if you see it bigger in your heart and in your mind, you'll be able to actually achieve it because vision is different than sight. Well, I think we've all gotten uh, a taste of vision from the amazing Carly Hartman. What do you think? Oh, I think so, too. So, Carly, since we are running out of time, where can they find you? What kind of social media are you on? Yeah, you can go to my website, carlyhartman.com, and that has everything on there. And then my Instagram is carlyhartman with two Ys, and that's where you can find that. I'm also starting a conference this year. More on that later, but you can check it out on my Instagram as well. And you can always find her at our house on occasion. And if you're really nice, I could call her for you. So there's all that too, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, well, Carly, thanks for coming on the Mad Hustle podcast. I'm so glad you came on. Thank you. And I was, really and it was, honored. And it was so good uh, seeing you at Christmas. You brought your little dog over to our house, which is very nice. So thank you for that too. Anytime. He's first. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, guys, look, hey, we got to go. It's the Mad Hustle podcast. No, no the, it's the beginning of the Mad Hustle podcast right now. Oh, yes, it is. But it's so great because um, our goal and our, our wish for you is for you to realize your worth and to realize how much of an impact you can make into culture if you just focus and get your, um, get your game down. You can spend 
364 days setting that up. And then on the last day, you could see things come to pass, but at least start somewhere. Yeah, plan things at your own pace, but at least make a plan. Okay. All right, guys, that's it for the Mad Hustle podcast this week. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. And until next time, remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.